1: Coming straight from the cockpit, it's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready set go. All right, back in the can for another edition of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void. Yeah, man. Yes, absolutely. And we're we're hitting it up with I, I like hitting all ranges, all shapes, all sizes of skydivers, people that do literally everything. And you caught my attention for a bunch of different reasons, but let's just go here. Who the fuck are you and what do you do?
0: Well, my name's Mike Washburn and uh I uh, I work in the Middle East. Um, I'm an instructor, a contractor, um, uh, working in the Middle East. So that's that's what I do.
1: All right. Well, now um, before we get to, too deep into the woods, instructor and contractor, are we talking like military type yeah, stuff? Yeah, for the military. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're 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 not in the military though. You're a civilian, or you're in no, the
0: military? No, no, no. No, I'm I'm actually a civilian. So I'm retired military. Okay. From from uh, the U.S. and I'm um, over here in the Middle East uh, just uh, passing some knowledge.
1: Nice. Now, wh- uh, what uh, branch were you in? I was in the Army. All right. Well, first off, thanks for your service. Oh, no, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate
0: that. you acknowledging it.
1: Oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, you, you were out doing shit that uh, the rest of us don't want to do, man. That's <laughs> good <laughs> stuff. But where were uh, where were you stationed and uh, where did you start out?
0: Uh, well, I started out uh, – um, well, I, I enlisted right out of high school, and uh, I knew uh, I didn't have the, uh, the discipline to go to college, so mm. I wasn't a big fan of school anyway, so, uh, and I didn't want to stay at home with mom and dad, so I figured I had to do something, so I decided to join the Army and, and get the hell out of the house. Nice. And uh, so I joined in the Army in 1990 and uh, went into something called the Rangers, um, and I was stationed in 2nd Ranger Battalion. For nine years up at uh, Tacoma, Washington. All right. And then uh, moved one time to Fort in Georgia. All right. And then three years at regiment, 75th Ranger Regiment, and then I switched over and uh, became an officer. So I went from enlisted to an officer. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So, and the reason why I did that was uh, I was a I was a Sergeant First Class spending money like a four-star general. Uh yeah. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, this is not panning out. <laughs> so I need to figure out the quickest way to make uh, some more money. And, uh, and that, that was why I had uh, – I think I just had one my oldest at that time. So I switched over, and uh, then I stayed there at Fort Benning. So one of my claim to fame is I did 22 years in the Army, and I PCSed one time, which is kind of unbelievable. Wow. Yeah.
1: Dude, I mean, it, you know, it's it's funny, and I've had many conversations with all kinds of different skydivers, and I never cease to be amazed at the variety of backgrounds of yeah, that's skydivers. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not that uh, you would be surprised to find a skydiver that was in the military. Actually, you would think that that's common. It's that your personality when I meet you, you're so outgoing and having fun, and um, you, you don't appear to be what I would have expected. A fucking army ranger to be, <laughs> yeah. which is so cool. It really is. And yeah. especially, uh, oh shit, I better salute, uh, officer.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, everybody has this uh, this idea that uh, an airborne ranger is this, this dude that weighs, you know, 200 pounds, muscular bound. Um, when I, so, oh, uh, when I, like I said, enlisted in 1990. So I got the 2nd Ranger Battalion, I think October of 90. I weighed 120 pounds. Holy fuck! And 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 back then, and it's it's a lot different now. But back then, really, if you could run, right, you were gonna do okay. All right. And so because I was skinny, you know, I was like a albino Kenyan guy. Yeah. Your yeah. Fucking boots could, weighed more yeah, than you. Yeah. Exactly. I could run, and that's what I think. That's the reason why they kept me for so long. Wow. But uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. It's amazing the amount of uh, – I think that's one of the great things about skydiving is you you just meet so many different kinds of people. Oh, man. And any idea or ideas that you have about certain countries or certain uh, uh, demographics of people, it, it all gets blown out. Because, oh, yeah. And, and that's – I think that's one of the things that draws me to skydiving is uh, in uh, – We'll we'll probably get into it on uh, the team and stuff like that, but uh, that's one of the biggest, uh, of one of the great things that I love about the, the team sure. that we have.
1: Well, you know the variety in skydiving is is amazing, and you're right, it gets rid of all the borders go away very very quickly. But um, when I found out the different vocations or education that people have. Um, A tandem instructor that I think you know and I used to work with uh, named Hannah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I had no idea. She's a fucking PhD. (laughs) You know, and and here I am, scraped my way through high school (laughs) and, you know, (laughs) fucking fought for every (laughs) test that I've ever taken. Yeah. And here this cute, bubbly, Goofy, yeah. she's goofy. Yeah. Blonde skydiver turns out to be you know leaps and bounds. I don't even want to see her fucking IQ scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, or you uh, you talk to Omar Al-Hijalan and find out that he was a business and and all this hardcore stuff. But he's like you know one of the the founders of modern free flying. Right, and, right. You know, and you find, so you you find out all these great things in the background of people, and just go, all right, this is pretty fucking cool, man, because yeah. it draws everybody.
0: Well, yeah, and the great thing about it is. It's like uh, Omar. I I didn't know who he was. I just found out who. How great is that? I just found out who Omar was. Uh, maybe two months ago. Oh wow! And uh, and and the great thing about that was I didn't friend him because of who he, sure. he is or what he did. And then he knows that the the friendship that I'm offering, that vibe that I'm offering to him, he knows is is original. Sure. And then. Someone said, "Hey, check out this video of this
1: <laughs> yeah man who
0: you're talking, with. and I'm like, Good gracious, yeah, so I kind of I think that's one of the great things about the skydiving community is you really you become friends first, sure, and then you start learning out of people's backstory sure
1: well yeah. it's it's almost uh, with very few exceptions in the sport, I think you're almost automatically friends with a skydiver." Just because they're a skydiver, you've got something in common. You've got something to talk about, yeah. and then as relationships continue on, maybe you decide I'm not going to hang out with that guy yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you still have the respect, to, you know, for yeah. him as yeah. a, him or her as a skydiver. But um, friendships form very, very easily, and I've likened it to the whole um, foxhole mentality. We do something. That's fucking dangerous.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, we we mitigate the risks. But at the end of the day, whether I'm flying the plane or jumping out of it, I'm doing something that is uh, at a higher risk than most people are used to. And it takes a specific kind of person to be able to handle that risk with comfort. And I think that draws us together quite quickly.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you you mentioned that because a a lot of people who – who I know in the military, or were in the military, they're like, "Hey, do you miss it? Do you miss the military?" And I don't. And and most people say, "Yeah, I miss it. I miss it for this and that." And I think the reason I don't miss it is I never kind of left it. Mm. Um, yeah, I left the the uniform, and I but I went from you know doing something that was uh, uh, very uh, family oriented because sure. you know your your platoon or your company, depending where you're at. Is, is your family if uh besides your immediate family sure and then the skydive community is the same i mean I, I tell people that i could easily go to the drop zone and it'd be a bad weather day mm. and it's okay oh yeah you have a blast be- yeah because jumping to me jumping is not the big part of it
1: no it's the icing on the cake
0: yeah yeah it is the, you're exactly right it's the icing on cake the the meat of it yes is is the people. Yes. And I can just sit there and laugh and joke and, and, you know, people watch. I mean, people watching, it's better than going (laughs) to the mall and doing people watching.
1: Well, that was always one of the reasons that my favorite uh, discipline personally for skydiving was doing tandems, either shooting video or taking tandems because I got to people watch in the extreme.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Because chances are that guy or girl I'm about to take on a skydive is being themselves for the first time in how long? Yeah. And especially in this social media age where everybody is pretending to be the best version of themselves, you get to meet Jack or Jane being themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fucking great. It's great. Yeah, and
0: and, and just knowing... That they're probably, you know, taking on the challenge of their biggest fear. Yes, 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 absolutely.
1: Well, that was one of the greatest things about doing tandems for so long is – and, and I'll knock on wood, although I don't intend to do any yeah. more tandems. I never had a refusal, and I took really big pride in that um only because I got to play psychologist. Oh absolutely you know? These yeah. people are freaking the fuck out, you <laughs> yeah. know, and you're doing you have to read this person and go, how do I have to behave, and what do I have to say to calm this person down enough to be stupid enough to jump out of this airplane with me and you let's know, go have some
0: fun <laughs> yeah i i I ran so i, I I've never done not up until. Well, probably, I don't know, a year ago, I did my first tandem ride. Okay. So I was the passion Um I was the bitch in the relationship Oof. there. And uh, um, I ran from it because, to me, it was the most scariest thing yeah. that I could think of. Because you're handing over your life yes. to one person. Yes, and even though I know this person, because most people Sometimes that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Rizza, uh, Right? Yeah, I love him to death, but I don't know. Right. But, uh, but I, I'm thinking these people are showing up. They have no clue who Dean is. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, here's my life. Yep. And I'm willing to give you. And it's a huge responsibility. Oh, yeah. people are like, hey, Mike, why don't you get your coach rating or get your tan rating? And I'm just like. It's just too much responsibility. Sure, sure. I mean, it's an amazing amount of responsibility uh, that you have. Well,
1: in the extreme, when it came to tandems, when I started doing them, um, the majority of the people that we had doing tandems out of Las Vegas were Japanese that didn't speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I... I tried to put myself in their shoes, and I tried to fathom what it would take for me to go to another country where I did not speak the language and, without being able to communicate, put my life in someone else's hands, and there's literally nothing. (laughs) It was—I had been in the sport for years and years before the first time I rode bitch on a tandem after my initial tandems when I started, and I had to do it as part of a course. Right. And it was— Horrifying. Yeah. Well, like I was almost ready to just go, fuck it. I guess I don't need to be a skydiver <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because it was terrifying. So, but we're, we're, we've jumped way ahead because I want to know how you got started in skydiving. What What was the first jump? Was it military or was it yeah, civilian? Yeah.
0: So, uh, my first jump, um, uh, <clears throat> was, uh, it's kind of funny. I've never – the first time I've flown on a plane, I jumped out of the plane. <laughs> so I, I grew I up – it took a few years. Yeah. So I, I, I grew up in uh, Yorktown, Virginia, and uh, I had uh, grandparents in Florida and in Indiana, so you could drive there. Mm. Um, so I never got on the plane until airborne school. So I went to airborne school in 1990, and uh, of course it was static. Mm. And I, I'll be honest with you um, – my dad was airborne. My brother was airborne. Um, so I, I, I was just like, "Well, I, I got to do that." Sure. You know, and and the ranger thing came. I was like, "Well, I gotta, I gotta up my brother and my dad." So <laughs> I did this ranger thing, and uh,
1: I like uh, how you say that ranger thing. Like yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah, you are fucking ranger right, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the um, yeah, rangers nowadays are amazing. But anyway, so. Um, yeah, so I started static line in the army, and then I had an opportunity to go to uh, military free fall, and uh, uh, that's when uh, I was about about halfway into my military career, and that's where I learned I'm like, wow, man, this this free fall thing, uh, the landings are a hell of a lot better than static, <laughs> you know, and uh, but uh, I, I did that for a short while, then became an officer. And then back then, I still think it's the same. Uh, I retired in 2012, so Army's changed quite a bit. But uh, mm. you only did free fall if you were in a job that required it. Sure. So I got out of it for a while. Then I got another job in the Army that uh, uh, had the ability to, to free fall again. And then the closer I got to 20 years or 22 years, I ended up doing 22 years, the less I liked it. I was just – I think the older you get, you're kind of like, ah, you know. Hmm. When you're young, you're just like, oh, I'm going to just jump out of the airplane. When you get close to retirement and you're like, ooh, I really need my legs after the <laughs> Army. You know, I bounced off the pavement a couple times and right. stuff like that. So I had no desire to ever jump again. Okay. So now I'm retired. I uh, work in the U.S for a couple of years, and then uh, I get a job over in the Middle East, and this is how I got into skydiving. So I'm in the Middle East, um, and uh, I'm living in a hotel <laughs> and, uh, for a year. First year I was in a hotel, and I'm with six other military guys that came over at the same time. Uh, there's only one place to meet in a motel, like in a hotel, Right. And that's the bar. Sure. And, uh, well, <clears throat> I was a big drinker prior to getting married, and then I just kind of walked away from it after I got married. And, uh, well, so I went there as a a social beer guy. Sure. And, well, next thing you know, one beer leads to two beers, leads to three beers. You know, and, like, <clears throat> six months into it, you know, we're down in five beers a night. Mm. And uh, I just, like, I, I can't keep doing this. Right. You know, I'm not young anymore. It's not really – you know it's not the best place to be getting intoxicated um so i was like i gotta get a hobby and uh so where i was at uh, there's not a lot of hobbies to do hmm. um i did some dirt biking in the army uh when i first was in second range battalion mm. and i was like yeah that's a good way to get yourself screwed up sure and so anyway make a long story short um i didn't like scuba diving um I mean, if it was socially accepted, I probably wouldn't shower. I mean, it's not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of water. I just, Fair enough. Yeah. So, But uh, anyway, so I see this skydiving thing. I'm like, ah, let me go check it out. I can burn a Saturday sure. driving to, to, uh, to this drop zone and checking it out. And uh, and what sold me was I seen this pretty well-known wingsuiter, uh, Noah, and I didn't know what a wingsuit was. So mm. so I see him come off this plane wearing this wingsuit, bright yellow wingsuit. And I'm like, man, what is that? That's right. Yeah, you know? And I'm like, man, that dude looks pretty cool. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. What's going on there? And uh, so I end up finding out that uh, he's an American. So I'm like, OK, let me, you know, I, he's got it. You'll recognize my accent. You'll know I'm American. So I talked to him, and he seemed like a pretty good dude. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, man, I like doing this, and blase Blasey. And then so I tell – so that night I'm pretty excited, and I'm like, I'm going to tell my son about this thing called wingsuit. So I tell my youngest son, hey, I'm thinking about jumping again, and there's this thing called wingsuit.
1: He knew and, all about it, didn't oh, he? Oh
0: yeah. My youngest son's like, Oh my gosh, dad. That is so cool, man. There's this guy on, on YouTube I watch all the time. I go, really? He goes, Yeah, his name's Noah, man. He's just a badass dude. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, really, Noah. He goes, Yeah. He goes, He's dude's amazing. So man, yep. so that's what really so me now. I'm like, okay, my son's psych. It's something exciting. Sure um i'm remembering the the free fall halo free fall days where you can land softly so i really got in it to get off the beer the nice. Booth. Yeah. So that's, Dude. that's what got me going. And then Noah kind of sold the deal.
1: Hey, it's Well, and it's funny, too, that, you know, and you're not the first person that's gotten into the sport from a random meeting of an icon in the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Who, and one of the ways that I define somebody that I think is an icon in the sport is not necessarily just for the things that they've done, but a, like Omar or like Noah are not the first, but the last people to tell you about all the fucking insanely cool shit that yeah, they've yeah, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Omar is not going to tell you no. that he did all these amazing things unless you ask him. And if you ask him, of course he's going to share because he's got a lot of things yeah. to be very I'll proud of. and I tell you, of.
0: he's very modest when he shares it, too.
1: Absolutely yeah. he is. You know, And, yeah. and I think um, I, I've had him on the podcast and in person and shower him with compliments mainly because he was, to me, a hero in the sport because he was at the cutting edge when I was learning how. So he was yeah, my version of Noah, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at what this guy is doing and going, "Oh my god, how is that even yeah. possible? I want to learn yeah. how to do those things." And of course, then it grows into wait a second, he's just a really fucking cool guy. Same thing with Noah. You know, yeah. when I first met Noah, um, he was Noah. You know, everybody knew who he was. And I had to do an interview for him, uh, of him, for Blue Skies Magazine. Mm. And he was the most low-key, casual, kickback, yeah. tell-me-everything-that's-going-on-no-bullshit guy. Yeah. That's, to me, what makes an icon in skydiving is the the, the no-sky-god attitude. Just yeah, a, I,
0: I didn't know who he was until my youngest son told me, and I had talked to him in place.
1: Which, how fucking cool is
0: that? Yeah, well, you know what's cool is that I, I end up going back to the drop zone, Tell him Noah about my youngest son. I said, bro, you got to do me a solid. <laughs> I said, we got to get a photo together. Right. He's like, hey, absolutely, you know, Noah. So he's like, absolutely, boom. And then I I said, hey, just want to let you know, this is who your dad's hanging out with. Right. And my son was just like, oh, my God. Of so, course. Yeah, of course. So it's uh, – yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things why I don't miss military. You know, one of the great things about when I was in the military was you would do all this cool stuff and then – the same day or that night you're at the bar, and no one has a clue what you just did sure, and it's pretty amazing stuff that you do and and I think that's one of the great things, like you said, these guys are are you look up to as icons and stuff like that's because they don't brag about it right, and you don't really know and right. uh, um and and Noah was one of them, the latest one was Omar yeah uh, um. And so yeah. And, and, it, so and many here's the there's so yeah. There's so many of these people out there. And I would tell you there's so many talented skydivers out there that could be Oh sure. Could be one of those guys. Sure. Or gals. Oh yeah. And and uh, um so yeah, it's pretty neat.
1: Well, you know, I've said it before, um I've I've been lucky enough to have some amazing guests on the podcast. Uh, and I have all kinds of skydivers on the podcast—people that that someone has never heard of and shouldn't have heard of because they're just you know Joe Blow jumper. And I want to hear perspectives and cool stories, oh, absolutely, all the way up to world champions. And what was always really telling about how cool the uh, the top of the rung in our sport is is I've had Omar, I've had Craig Girard, oh I've, yeah, I've had some of the best skydivers in the world come sit in a toilet with me. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about skydiving. And you're in the pimp studio. So oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Back when it was hard. Oh, Back yeah, when man. it was hard, you yeah. had to sit in the shitter. You're in the upgraded <laughs>
1: studio, man. My bo- my mixing board was above yeah. the toilet. I sat on the toilet. There was no air conditioning. So we basically sat, and Craig Gerard and I were wiping sweat off of our forehead <laughs> talking skydiving in a toilet. Yeah, yeah. You know, who the fuck does that, uh, you know? Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun, uh, it even more fun for me, because, of course, I'm sitting there going, I can't, This that's fucking Craig Gerard. Craig Gerard's yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he's sitting in my shitter. Yes, which is amazing.
1: But, of course, he's just a dude, you know, and he didn't yeah. think a thing of it. It was just fun. Yeah. It was cool, you But, know? you know,
0: I think that's one of the great things about people in in the skydive community is that it, it, it never – you know, they never thought about it. I mean, no. I, I, I think there, they would be more – like, I think it's pretty cool. I, I, I feel cheated that I – I don't get to sit in a shitter and, and talk to you. And I think that's what's great about skydiving community. Right. Where, you know, now, great, if I, when I, next time I run into Omar, he's going to be like, hey, bro, you, back when it was hard, you right. had to sit in Dean's <laughs> shitter to talk to him. You, know, you got right. it. Yeah, you're in this beautiful place now with yep. canopies and, and, and soundproofing material and yep. a leather chair. <laughs> But I, I would tell you, I would argue. In fact, I think I've been cheated, man. I'd be pretty cool to sit in the shitter with you and shoot well, the shit.
1: I'll tell you what. Next time we'll do that. Yeah, there we go. We'll go out. Or, next time we have a <laughs> yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we've agreed, and I'll, I'll, I'll even say it on the podcast. We've agreed that there's one subject we're not talking about, which yeah. is politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we finally decide to talk politics, we'll do it the toilet because yeah, that's, that yeah, yeah, that, that's where that shit belongs. That's
0: where that shit belongs. Absolutely. <laughs> and and, and there'll be a lot of times to hearing that commode flush throughout yeah, that
1: conversation. Man. Well, and so here's the. Another thing, not to not to even really touch that subject, but yeah. to brush it. One of the coolest things about skydiving in general is you and I know without ever having discussed it that we have opposing views on a few things.
0: Yeah,
1: and I don't give a fuck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause we have this great thing that we can sit and talk about and i know that in that respect person to person you and i are enough alike and have enough of the same values and enjoyment and all those things that, that it's easy for us to just go you know something that's going to fuck us up so we're just not going to go there yeah we're going to stay here and i i like that
0: yeah or 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 yeah yeah or uh you do go down that rabbit hole
1: but you have enough respect to but
0: at the end of the day
1: well, see, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. I, I can already tell you right now, even just after this short conversation and the talks that we've had before, yeah. that if we did get into a heated political discussion, at some point one of us would go, you know something? This is going the wrong direction. Time out. Yeah. Because you're a friend of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want this to get ugly. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think that's – yeah, that's – because, I, I mean, let there be no doubt, uh, I've gone down these rabbit holes. Sure, and it's gotten, we all have. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's uh, – we and i think that's one of the great things if you can talk uh, uh, politics between loads <laughs> cuz by the time you go short up there yeah 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 it's just short doses cuz once you get up in that plane it's all then gone. it's all gone yeah. and then it's it's you looking at him going okay what are we doing and how close are you going to fly right me? And then it just all just, yeah, so.
1: It's a great ability, and, and I think skydivers do a really good job of it. I'll, I'll never forget, and I've told this story on the podcast before, but it's, it's worth re- re-mentioning. Um, at the first big drop zone that I worked at was Skydive Las Vegas, and I was yeah. shooting video out there. And there was a um, um, tandem instructor that only jumped with us part-time because his regular job was for VICE's, uh, the Las Vegas version of the VICE squad. Uh-huh. Um, so he was basically drug enforcement yeah. in Las Vegas. One of the other very regular fun jumpers on the drop zone was a pot dealer. <laughs> yeah. And I remember eavesdropping and overhearing a conversation between these two, who on the drop zone were friends, but they both knew exactly Exactly what what they they did. did. Yeah, and it was uh, hey, let's have a good jump, and it was the high five or whatever the popular handshake at the time was. And then um, the cop leaned in, nice and quiet, and and just jokingly said, "If I ever catch your ass off the drop zone, (laughs) (laughs) yeah." And it was just that known thing that hey, look, all bets are off on the drop zone, man. None of that shit matters here. We're brothers.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. that's neutral territory.
1: And it's really fucking yeah. cool because yeah. I mean I think well, not just America the whole world could use a big dose of neutral territory oh, right yeah. about yeah, now yeah, exactly know? all yeah. of us could and it's funny because uh, it's so easy to to get along if you just kind of hit the pause button on the rest of that bullshit yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely and that, that's the great thing about any passion you may have or a hobby that you have where you can just break away from uh, I guess what you would call the real world sure and and, and, and spend a day out on the drop zone and and as you know you get up in that air uh you don't have a care in the world no. i mean, you, you I, could be the you could be you know a guy with all kinds of problems at home or all kinds of financial problems but for that 40 second oh, yeah, or, or 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 3 minutes Oh,
1: I'd argue that's that's more the real world than the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the rest of it is the shit we have to suffer through to be able to (laughs) enjoy that. This is the penance we pay to be able to go do that. Absolutely. You know, which is just fine. Yeah. Now, back on to your jumping. So, you show up and do what I, as an AFF instructor, hate more than anything. You show up and go, I want to jump wingsuits.
0: Yeah, I, I you know from the time I'd seen Noah for that, I mean that that I think ten seconds after seeing him and hearing someone say, when I asked, "Hey, that's a wingsuit," I go, "Right, gosh, that's what I got to do. I got to do that." I didn't know what the hell it did. I didn't know uh, how many jumps or whatever. All I knew was if I'm going to get back into this, that's that's my goal. That's the goal. Yeah. All
1: right. So you start jumping again. Um, you obvious now, if I'm not mistaken, at least the, this is the way that it used to be. Military jumps do not translate towards c- civilian skydiving.
0: Uh, your f- military freefall does in for jump numbers. Okay. Yeah, but I, obviously, um, I have to go. You know, you have to go back. You have to go through AFF. Sure. Um, the only now your static jumps don't. Right. Um, but your That's your mil- yeah your mil I, I'll give you an example. Uh, was it uh, – I think it was uh, for your C license or D license, you got to have – you used to have to have two night jumps. Right. I used my two military – well, I had more than two, but my military night free fall. Nice. To, to get that. And, it, and uh, because at the time, it was just hard to get a night. I sure. think that's probably why they got rid of that was because sure. it's hard to get a night jump.
1: Sp- speaking of military night jumps, before we get too sidetracked, I was lucky enough to fly very briefly uh, for Air um, San Diego. Uh-huh. And Scott Skydive San Diego hosts TAC Air, uh, which was the military free fall school right. Right. for the SEALs. Yeah, um, So I flew for them briefly, and I'll never forget, I'm flying at, I think it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, um, and these guys are jumping out over... Not huge, but mountainous terrain, or I should say foothills anyway, on the border of Mexico. And I mean on the fucking border of Mexico. And their only reference for landing is a 50-gallon fucking drum lit on fire. (laughs) At the time, I've got, mm, I don't know, 9,000 jumps and I don't know how many hours flying in the plane. And I'm watching these guys jump out, and I've been told that these guys have 10 12 jumps yeah looking out the plane as they're going going not a fucking chance in hell would i be doing that jump and out the door they go and i i just remember being blown away going you got to be shitting me yeah
0: i think one of the things is is it's such a hard school to get um obviously there's certain branches in the military where you, you get it right you know it's part of your training sure um and I was very fortunate to to get a slot to go to military free fall. And uh, when that ramp cracked open, I was just like, "Why am I here?" All right. I didn't really. I don't need to be here. All right. Um, and then there's this thing that kicks in, and it's you know I, I don't know. You can call it pride. You can call it respect. You can call it whatever it is. But I was like, okay, everyone would kill for this slot, so I need to go ahead and jump out of this plane. And when I jumped out, I just started just. N over N. I I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, luckily two free fall instructors came in and and grabbed me and got me stabled out. and and, uh, But uh, I I got a bunch of stories I can tell you of how I screwed up in military free fall that uh, um, I just – got lucky and, and scraped by and, and, and passed a course, but we'll save that for the when we're in the shitter.
1: Fair enough. Well, I mean, we've all all got a couple of stories yeah. where we just kind of scrape by. Yeah. It's, uh, um, it's those ones that you tell very hesitantly because you're like, well, I'm not <laughs> fucking proud of that one at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't – yeah, I didn't
0: – I got quite a few of those.
1: Yeah, you know, well, but I'll tell you what though, it's those stories both in something like military school or just in skydiving in general that keep you humble because – you walk around with this knowledge that there's a couple of those you just flat out didn't fucking earn, and it's that um, wh- that voice way back in the background that tells you you're a fraud.
0: You don't <laughs> well, know what the fuck you're yeah. doing. <laughs> well, I, I would tell you, um, it wasn't that I didn't earn it. It was I just got lucky. Yeah, so so enough. yeah yeah yeah. So so it it was. Uh, I always tell people. I think everyone in life is perpetrating a fraud at some point. Of course we you are. know. You know, you, you. and I think that's part of the survivability of, of, of being uh, a human is, you know, sometimes you got to act somebody that you're not really just t- t- to get to the next week or anything like that. Sure. But, uh, sure. Yeah, we, we'll definitely uh, talk a, a couple of good stories about uh, how I got very lucky. Fair enough, fair enough. During fair military enough. free fall, but it will be good stories.
1: You know, it's it, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I think we're all, uh, obviously, we're all putting up a front. And, and more today than any other time, again, social media and all that, and you always want to try and put up this front. But, And I'm sure you've discovered this as well. The older I get, the more that front disappears. Um And yeah. the more I'm just, you know something? I, Fuck it, this is, I'm yeah, too tired I'm t- to. yeah. I can't put up that that facade anymore. This is me—not the greatest guy ever in the world, not the worst guy ever in the world, not the best jump pilot in the world, not the worst jump pilot in the world. You know, it, it's 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 it just. Well, point, yeah, yeah. I, I, it gets to be too much. Oh, it,
0: it is. It absolutely is. It I think it is. When the older you get, it just it wears you out quicker. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you're just like. Uh, uh, well, but I I think the other thing is. Man, if you can't laugh about yourself, if you right? can't joke about being screwed up or, man, uh, and, and when you're younger, you don't do that because, right. you know, you, you, you want to thump your chest. But um, I, 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 I got to laugh at myself mm. daily. I mean, if I don't, I'll, I'll go crazy.
1: Oh god, yes, man. I spent uh, 10 years writing for Blue Skies magazine and I think 90% of the articles are me taking the shit out of myself for the dumb shit that I got away with and the uh, yeah, some and of the ones that Yeah, that's probably why you
0: survived with. 10 years.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean it's you got to be able to laugh at yourself and not take yourself too seriously. Yeah, Cuz the guys exactly. that take themselves too seriously, those are some scary motherfuckers, man. They are. Yeah. Those are the ones that don't they they end up snapping. Yeah. So you dig yourself into I'm back in this and I have this goal. I'm going to go be I'm going to go be a wingsuit pilot. Yeah. So how does that go?
0: Well, it's uh so you know, I go through AFF uh so my AFF instructor it was Pablo and uh uh who's who's pretty well known uh, at a drop zone. Mm. Um <laughs> and uh I got to quit telling all these stories, but anyway, real quick on real quick on him was uh, this was 2014. All right, okay, and uh, Pablo's English was not as good as it is today, and uh, so so I I just you know put my name on the list. I show up extra early, uh, so I I you know it's aff. You know the deal. If you got to get on that first load, yeah, man. You know, so I'm up there early and. And I uh, put my name on there, and, and then I, Pablo draws me, and, and uh, Pablo's talking to me. And his English was straight-up terrible, man. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I, I can barely speak English myself, you know. <laughs> I, I just, at work, they were making a joke about some things that I was saying that was not grammarly uh, correct or right. whatever. And I'm just like, hey, man, I've never claimed to be an expert at English. Right. But, uh, and I just couldn't understand them. But he was very—he—he he had this fire in him. Oh, he's passionate! It. Yeah, and I just—I loved it, man. I just felt good around him. But right. I didn't know what the hell he was telling me, right? <laughs> and I was raised to be extremely polite. You know, that's—that's that's a southern. Yeah, in I, you. G- I can tell you about my mom and dad, and it would be hours and hours. I mean, t- two of the most fantastic people uh, in the world is my mom and dad, and everything I have is is has a lot to do with them. But anyway, so I'm I'm. I'm too nice. I was raised too nice to say, bro, uh, what I should have said is, man, I don't understand you. Can I get another instructor? Right. But I just didn't have it in me, right? (laughs) But I love the energy this guy was giving me, right? So I'm like, okay, I I don't know what to say to this dude because I don't know what he told me. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, you're good. You know what you got to do? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I I didn't know, (laughs) right? So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to read into the book of exactly – what these jumps do and what you're supposed to do in the jumps mm. and then luckily Pablo very animated with his hands and stuff like that so I was able to kind of put it all together <laughs> and, uh, and so we go on the first one we get down Pablo's like yeah that was good that was good he was never negative right and that's so important sure. especially when you're doing something that that uh, uh, because we all have put the self induced stress on ourselves oh yeah and then I can only imagine someone who's never jumped job- I, mean, I mean I had the the military stuff so i wasn't as uh scared as probably most people but uh but anyway make a long story short uh i think pablo just finally said man good luck i'll <laughs> sign you off bro but uh and i i think he signed his name real light with the pen so that way it would fade over time <laughs> but anyway i was i made it through off to the races and uh i get in the belly and uh and and all this time all i know is i need 200 jumps to get <laughs> to wings you just counting jumps yeah and i'm just like okay i got to do this this belly thing and uh man i just wasn't good at it mm. I, I mean people people nowadays i, I mean belly's hard yeah and yeah. you know i get the belly people a lot of a lot of shit just because it's it's just my way of acknowledging to them that i i i appreciate they're disciplined and i know sure. it's not easy but anyway real quick story about belly so i'm doing belly and there's a guy, guy named dave and ollie and they're they're big uh belly competition guys they're not famous or anything but and they kind of bring me on they're like hey you can jump with us and uh <laughs> so this drop zone uh was doing these in-house competitions sure and, and so belly was they're doing this belly competition it was a four man and and i had been working with dave and ali and uh for a while and they're like oh, all right let's go and make a long story short um i, I found it very confusing you got to grab here you got to <laughs> spin here you got to do this and right. all that and and I'm, I'm not a big guy i'm i'm, I'm kind of bony and laying on that damn roller thing whatever they call it the, what do
1: you, yeah the creeper
0: the creeper bro yeah. is just tearing my chest up bro i'm just like man this is not fun you know and anyway so we're in for the hump for third place right right, All right. you know and um and and Dave and is like man this is their claim to fame right? right and i'm like yeah man he's like okay we just gotta hold it together man you know if we just pull off a decent jump We're going to get third place. We'll podium, right? Right. That's a huge deal, man. Sure, sure. Well, the only time I ever do a sit fly (laughs) is on this fucking jump, man. Yeah, it's not a good thing. (laughs) And I fucking fuck it for them. Oh, and they're like, oh my God. And we blew I blew it for the team. Sure. And I was just like, Dave and Ollie were I mean, they I could tell they were disappointed and and, and rightfully so. And that's when I'm like, Yeah, I don't think this discipline's for me. Sure. So I'm like, Okay, well, where do I go next? Right. And uh so I go to tracking. And uh But
1: just heading in the right direction if you're gonna jump yeah, wingsuits. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought um anyway so i ended up doing a lot of coaching for tracking and uh, i liked it and i was like okay this is pretty cool and then i uh there was uh, a coach at the drop zone stefania and she was uh, a free flyer tracking coach and she was a great gal and she taught me how to to uh to track and just deep track and i basically tracked for 150 jumps and uh once i hit 200 i was out i was like i'm <laughs> gone see ya i don't want to talk to anybody right i'm like get away from me you nasty belly guys i'm going to a wingsuit <laughs> so obviously you got to go through wingsuit school you know sure. ground school and so i meet this cat from uh from canada yeah yeah his name's darren darren eh yeah yeah and i'm like hey i want to get in wingsuits okay you know Everything. Darren's
1: a, a pretty intimidating Canadian.
0: Yeah, I, I would tell you that he's the perfect coach to really teach you the basics of... Now, and I'm not saying he can only teach the basics, but he's very focused on the proper way of the wingsuit. Sure. And uh, Now, I'm going to tell you no, no guy getting in a wingsuit's gonna like it. I mean, I I, I hated it. I sure. was just like, good God, this guy reminds me of being in the military. I mean, this <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like,
1: He's pretty intense.
0: Yeah. So, but anyway, this is where tracking wasn't that great. So, so one of the things you got to do is you got to jump out of the uh, the plane like you're uh, um, wearing a wingsuit. Mm. You know, and I'm I'm like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. You know, but whatever. I I want to get in a wingsuit, so whatever I got to do, I'll do it. Well, the problem was, I had done so many tracks back to back to back, and literally, it was probably, you know, 150 tracks, or close to 150 tracks, you know. Um, well over 100. So I hop out, and I got my arms where they're supposed to be, but my ass is sticking up in the air. Sure. So I'm, I'm kind of like tracking with my arms out wide. Right. And we land. Darren's like, nope, go back up. Huh. Now, a normal person knocks it out on their first one. Right. Maybe their second one. Okay. I'm on number eight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm on number eight. <laughs> and and so so take that. So it takes me eight jumps to figure out how to get my ass down. Now, that's like – I mean that shouldn't even be an issue. Sure. So now just think about all the problems I'm fixing to have. Sure. When I sure. get in a wingsuit. Yeah. Um, quick story about Darren. Um, Darren has this. I, <laughs> I, I, I call it a foot fetish. Um, <laughs> oh, and and do, he. Do tell. Yeah, yeah. So Darren has this issue with your feet being properly in the right position when when flying with a wingsuit. Right. And and it makes sense. I mean, your feet can be a rudder sure. in the air, right? like a plane or like a boat and and uh so darren he he's very attention to detail oh yes which is a military thing um um, he's from canada Uh, i think they have a military but anyway the uh (laughs) that's just a joke just a joke they have actually have a pretty good that is the uh, most american thing you said anyway so so anyway so He's like, man, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, this foot, you know. And I'm, I finally lose it. And, and so, you know, I, I finally get frustrated. And Normally, if I get frustrated with somebody, we, we built that relationship to where right. um, now we got to a level where I, I can express some feelings that sure. I have that, that, that sure. I don't. So I'm like, look, Darren, let me tell you something. <laughs> let, let me tell If I can fi- fix this fucking foot, I would. Just to hear you shut up. But this, my brain, is not talking to that, the foot. Right. Now, make a long story short, two years, probably $20,000 to fix that foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Darren finally, uh, Darren finally just gave up on the foot. He's like, yeah, okay, your, your right foot's going to stick out. Uh, yeah so but
1: uh well i'm just glad you didn't put your foot up his ass yeah
0: i tell you he's uh we've had some heated conversations at the drop zone i mean there's there's uh and 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 darren uh uh, we laugh about it now but there's a couple times where uh we, we got in some heated discussions
1: well, you know, it's when you have to learn to appreciate the passion that someone else has got and and uh, uh, take it with a grain of salt and then mix in their experience as well and go, yeah, okay, wait well, a second. I know this guy knows what he's fucking talking about, but he's getting on my last Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: I would tell you, man, if I listened to him more than I did, sure. I'd be a hell of a lot better wingsuiter, I think. Well, that's the thing, yeah, right? I yeah. mean,
1: every time that uh, that I've been under the impression that someone has failed to teach me, it wasn't their failing in teaching me. It was my failing no, absolutely. In, in absorbing and learning yeah. or yeah. resisting.
0: Or, yeah, resisting. That's, that's the
1: downside to uh, guys like you and I that are a little bit older and have yeah. some experience behind us. Yeah, We don't want somebody telling us what to do <laughs> Yeah, because I'm supposed yeah. to fucking know. I'm supposed to tell them. So Yeah, it's,
0: well, and I think the other thing is it's – it's a little bit of that, and it's also you, you just get pissed at yourself. Sure, that that golly, man, this this why can't i get my foot there and yes. then he's hyping on you get your foot there and you and you're just like dude i know oh yeah i'm fucked up oh yeah well, and i don't need you remind me six jumps right every you know so we, back then we were jumping you know you could easily jump 12 jumps you know uh, pre uh uh pandemic so yeah oh yeah so you, uh, you know i'd get 12 jumps uh uh 15 jumps in a weekend and 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 you know, I, you times that by two years, man. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and eventually you're like, my foot is his fucking fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the great, you know, the great thing about it is, uh, 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 I still see Darren on uh, on a, uh, a regular basis, uh, and uh, uh, anytime we're up in the air. And you know, someone's like, "Hey, you know, that's a pretty cool wingsuit. What do I do? I get into it?" And, and, and you know, and Darren will make us Snickers and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Hey, bro, you're my coach." <laughs> yeah. You know? So, so be careful what you say, right? Because you're the one that coached me. That's so, that's pretty yeah, fucking funny. Yeah. So, it's. Uh, it's a, I really enjoy the relationship that uh, we have.
1: For sure. Well, and I'll tell you what, the best relationships that I have uh, with a lot of different people started out as very antagonistic relationships. Yeah. Um, one of my close friends um, that was an instructor I worked with for a while, uh, shout out to Nitka, yeah. um, Goraz Nitka. Um, very hard-nosed, Middle Eastern, yeah. uh, things will be done my way kind of thing. And we butted heads hardcore and finally sat down face-to-face. And I'm like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's a dude, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and from that moment on, we're like...
0: Oh, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. are well, yeah, really on the same sheet of music now. now we're really yeah, good yeah. friends because yeah. we're just two assholes yeah, and being I'd friends. Yeah, I tell you, uh, I think me and Darren were a lot like that. I mean, yeah. there, I, you know, I, uh, there was a time where we almost didn't talk for a year. Sure. And, uh, and uh, we're – both stubborn people, and uh, but I think our, our our friendship is is better for it. I think sure, of going course. Going through that has has made it. But uh, anyway,
1: well, and that's the that's the uh, again another. I fall back on the great thing about about skydivers is even if you don't get along with someone, like I have skydivers that I actively avoid, that I still respect. Yeah. And that's something that most situations don't lend to. You know, back in the days when I had a real job in the real world, if I didn't like someone, fuck that cocksucker. Oh, yeah. I can't stand this yeah. person. Piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. But if it's a skydiver, it's I'm not fond of that person and I'm going to keep my distance. But yeah, I'm not going to yeah. talk shit. I'm not no, going to... Yeah,
0: exactly. I
1: have that respect. And, and I think
0: everybody has those at the drop zone. I yes. mean, I certainly do. I mean, I got guys... Uh, well, I got friends at the drop zone that we just don't see eye to eye on certain mm. things, and and, um, um, and, I, and and I and not talk about uh, we don't see eye to eye on when it comes to to, to jumping stuff, sure. you know, skydiving in general, and but we acknowledge that and we set that aside, sure. and, and, and well,
1: it's that, that's that respect,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, so.
1: Which is again, I think I, that goes way back to what we said. What I said at the beginning, that whole um, foxhole mentality. Um, I don't necessarily have to love the guy that's next to me, but I damn well respect him and I trust yeah, him. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a big fucking. Thing.
0: Well, yeah, and there's oh, and we'll get into this when we we start talking about the team. But uh, um, there's a lot. That people in the world can learn just from watching a drop zone, and yes, watch, yes. Speci- especially a drop zone that, that uh, uh, you have a lot of mixed uh, cultures and countries that go to it. Um, you, know, uh, you know, drop zone in Alabama, you're going to get mostly Alabama guys um, and gals. But
1: uh, um, Oh, an international drop zone. Oh. Can you imagine the reality TV show? Oh. it <laughs> would yeah. have gone on. Like, we used to joke around that the greatest reality TV show at the time would have been Cross Keys when we were there in 2004, <laughs> 2005, because it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was from people from all around the world. Like, yeah. I met the whole world in the shittiest little small town in New Jersey. Yeah. You know? And it was amazing because I, I was working with Brits and South Africans and Kiwis and Americans. And yeah. Just people from all around the world with all these varied backgrounds, you know, crazy guys guys from the isle of man and and just this wonderful crew of people and what a fucking reality tv show that would have been it would have been oh my god it would have just been absolutely epic yeah and now speaking of you mentioned the team and i want to get into this you you decide you want to be a skydiver again because you want to fly wingsuits your first introduction to wingsuits is noah
0: yeah, for yeah, sakes. yeah, yeah.
1: Who your son knows is...
0: Yeah, who knew knew YouTube, of him before I did. Yeah. YouTube
1: famous for the, yeah. the insanely yeah. skillful shit that he's doing. And you decide you're going to push through. You make it through the foot issues. Yeah,
0: the daring Gauntlet.
1: You make it through the foot issues and become a wingsuit pilot on your own. And now you're on a team.
0: Yeah, so uh, Sky Trash, wingsuit team. Where'd that name come from? So that name came from... When I was in, we'll go back to freefall school in the all military. Right, so, all right. so I'm in Yuma, Arizona. Oh
1: Jesus, fucking and, Christ! Yeah, I've been there. Yeah.
0: So, so I'm. We're in Yuma, jumping during freefall, and the Golden Knights there. They train there as well. Obviously, Arizona has per, you know some of the perfect skydiving weather. Yep. And so here we are a bunch of students going through a uh, military free fall, and uh, you know the deal you get your first one knocked out um, and you know you're scared shitless and <laughs> then you know you 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 find out oh yeah you can actually survive this and then you know you're coming back on the bus from the drop zone and you're all hyped up you know coming off that adrenaline rush and the golden knights you know here's guys with 10 20 30,000 skydives, and they see the students come off and it's that that rivalry thing like oh here we go another class of right. students who think they're shit hot you right. know, and then there's the golden you know and then we're looking at the golden knights like you know and and so they're heckling us you know and i just look over there and i'm like sky trash rocks and <laughs> and so sky trash is a name that i came up with um that really meant that i flew like a Piece of trash in the air, right. you know, no form, just flapping, and you just know, and that's how done. my first <laughs> jump was. I was just like, <laughs> think about balling up a piece of paper and just throwing it out the plane and watching that thing just tumble. All right. And so I kind of nicknamed our little group there Sky Trash. You know, I would
1: love to know what members of the Golden Knights were there when you
0: were yelling. Oh, I don't know, you know, and, and of course we're yelling fr- yelling from a bus window, so they probably. Because be like, I know mean, hey, what did that guy say? But. But that's how, how that's how the name started. I it, mean,
1: you, we're t- we're talking big names kind of well, came out of the golden Knights, uh, um, Gerard and
0: fucking. Oh yeah. Well, you look at uh um you know what's funny um oh my gosh, it slips my name. Um used to be the manager uh out at out me, in the desert? Yeah, Raul of, Raul. Yeah, uh, okay. Bocanegra. Bocane, so, yeah, yeah. So Raul I recognized the voice and not the face. Okay when I went to free fall, uh, 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 free fall school, uh, civilian free fall uh, ground school. And eventually I said, hey, you know, I think I know you, but your voice sounds very familiar. And he's like, eh, eh, eh. and he's like, did you go to the military free fall? <laughs> no, he goes, what unit were you in? And I was like, I was in you know, because we went in the military. I said, he's going to the second range of time. You go to military free fall? I'm like, I did. He said, like, what year? And I think I went in, I don't know, 97, 98 or some time frame like that. He goes, that's where you know me from. I was at military free fall school at the same time. How so funny was, yeah, is that? it's a small world, huh? Oh, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, I've got a Raul Snorri that's just as small. Yeah. So I met him when I was traveling abroad and working, and I started flying for the operation that he was working at. And through conversation, I found out that he had worked in Las Vegas. Well, I had worked at every drop zone that ever was in Las Vegas because that was my home DZ, was yeah. Strata of Las Vegas, um, and so through conversation, it turned out that not only was he working for the drop zone that I used to work at, but he was living in the house that I used to live in and sleeping in the fucking bed <laughs> oh, that I used to sleep no in shit. before yeah, I moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, all right, that's a that's a little yeah, weird. That technically, yeah. I've shared a bed with Raúl Bocanegra.
0: Yeah, that is that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, a, well, it's
1: a very small sport. It
0: is. It is. So anyway, get back to uh, – so now uh, I start wingsuiting, and there was a couple of us that were starting wingsuiting at the same time. A guy named Sean, a guy named Johan, um, mm-hmm. um, um and we started – we kind of – we're all in the baby suits, baby wingsuits, and uh, we all went through Darren's gauntlet. So, you know, it was kind of like – uh we loved darren but we were anti-darren
1: band of brothers
0: yeah we were the band of brothers taking on <laughs> darren the the enemy you know we had been through the trenches together the fucking Canadians. yeah <laughs> and uh so uh um, <laughs> anyway so, so i was like ah you know we should start a a, a team you know we should just because we jump all the time and sure you know and uh i go we fly like shit so why don't we just call ourselves sky trash you know like trash in the air and i was like yeah so they're like yeah that's pretty cool so um that's how that's how the name came about um the team i think it was 2000 uh late 2014 early 2015 when sky trash wingsuit team uh kind of started sure um couple other names out there was uh um um isaac there's some some other people that were involved in all that Mm. uh sarah anyway make a long story short we kept jumping and the whole deal was you had to fly like shit to be on the team so you know guy guy like noah would we would you know, there, there's people out there you never would turn down jumping sure. Noah, but Noah can never be on the team. Right, the guy's just—he's too good. Yeah, he's too good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, now he can be honorary member, sure, and he can jump with us, but he can't be skytrash because <laughs> you got to fly like shit, <laughs> you know, and uh, you got to have cutaways too. All right, yeah. So, right. so, uh, so anyway, that's how the team started. So, um, uh, and then it just like any team, people come, people go. Um, there was a short period where I went uh back to the US to get my youngest son uh ready to go into the army and I was gone for uh, about a year year and a half and the team kind of kind of dissolved. Mm. And then 2000 let's see I think 2016 I came back or 17 18 No no no. Yes. 2017 i came back and i was like hey let's get the team back together and uh, some people came back some people were like "Ah," i went on to do things and some people and then that's when the team really developed when we decided okay we got enough people and we fly to where we probably should all get the same suit Mm. yes because there was some issues with some guys being on a havoc some people being on a a, a freak, let's say or, or something like that. so we're all like so and we had gotten some new members in and and the whole way you became a Sky trash member was so so there's the the, the sky trash team where it was just a bunch of guys and then there's the sky trash team as you see it now and those mm. are the guys who actually own a Sky trash wingsuit blue suit. And, and 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 jump as a team. Sure. And um and that's what you see nowadays with the team. Um, and uh, there is no tryouts. Um, every person that's on the team was uh, either asked me, "Hey, can I jump with you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just come on," you know. Um, or I asked them, "Hey, you got nobody to jump with?" Or it was a friend of somebody who's on the team. Hey. Sure. And and then. We do look at the skill set because obviously we want to progress. Sure. Um, um, you know, we found out, uh, you know, a Havoc is a fantastic suit, but a Havoc not going to stay with ATC. So if you have a Havoc, we're now in ATCs. Well, unfortunately, sure, you know, we're not going to you know slow down so when you are ready to get into an atc then let's let's uh start jumping so so there are even though there is no tryouts there are certain things that uh we have to do just either to make it somewhat safe and, and that's the other thing uh i think darren cringes <laughs> is you know it's just like anything it's like when 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 uh when you leave the house uh, or you get, you know, Darren's like dad, dad's no longer, you know, <laughs> dad, dad got divorced from mom and I'm hanging with mom now. So right. dad, screw dad's rules. Right. Um, uh, and then, you know, until you bump each other or do something where you're like, Ooh, got lucky. Then you're like, eh, maybe dad has some things, right? But Sure. Uh,
1: well, and that, that's the way it goes, though, right? I mean, you you get out and you start doing your own things, and then you're you're criticizing the things that annoyed you um, when you were learning because you thought they were bullshit. Yeah. Until you get shown in very real time that it wasn't bullshit, and you land going,
0: "Oh, yeah." And okay. I, yeah, and I would tell you, I think some of the you know you look at not just wingsuiting, but you look at uh, free flying, you look at uh, belly all the amazing things that they're doing now, a lot of it was somebody taking that risk. Sure. You know, um, somebody going, hey, you know, uh, we were just talking about it the other day about, you know, so Sky Trash, the the, the Sky Trash emblem is a a trash can, and it's got some skydivers, some wingsuiters coming out of the trash can, and there's trash coming out (laughs) with it. And we're like, why why don't we see if we can get someone a a, a, a tiny – Belly, belly flyer and throw them out in a trash can right. while we try to wingsuit around it right. and and see if we can't do an actual <laughs> do a, <laughs> yeah. a photo By representation time, yeah 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 so I'm like well, well that trash can has gotta land somewhere what if that you little person can't get out, but you know what? We'll probably do it one day. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, if we, well, yeah.
1: Worst case scenario, you go out to Arizona and do the uh, junk day where they let oh you throw gosh, any damn yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they'll let you put somebody in a trash yeah, can. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so the, here's the great thing about the team. Here's what's what I think is unique about the Skytrash Wingsuit Team compared to any amateur team out there is one. Um, there's not too many teams out there that have the same color suit, mm. um, which w- was one of the reasons why we went with the same color suit. And the other one is, and this is not because the team uh, w- where I jump, I'm very fortunate to be able to jump with people all around the world. And where, let's say, you know, uh, a wingsuit team in Las Vegas is normally going to probably primarily be. You know, mostly Americans sure. who, who live in Las Vegas. Sure. Um, so, right now, the team we have a guy from Iran, Rizza from Iran. Um, we have uh, Kareem uh, from Egypt. Um, we have uh, Isaac from Norway. Jan from South Africa. Uh, Chris from Ukraine. Um, uh, Alex from Ukraine. Um, let me see who else we have I think mike okay, it's not like i got a lot of people on the team me from the u.s um uh, whom uh iman she's egypt and morocco yeah so we like to say she's from morocco because we got somebody from egypt <laughs> um so i'm like yeah you're from morocco right um and so we do have a female on the team. And, uh, and, and she, a
1: kick-ass kick one at the Yeah,
0: end. I tell you, man, this is where I screwed up. So listen to me out there, people who want to get into a wingsuit. Do your 50 bellies. you got to pay the piper. That's just punishment. Do the 50 bellies and then go straight to free fly. Because mm. I'm telling you, these, these cats are coming in – Knowing how to free fly to get in the suit and I'm like, Golly, it took me three years to do what you're yeah. doing. And I mean, because they understand how to manipulate and 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 the, the little turns here.
1: That was like watching the mocktoon boys and and then uh, uh, watching you know guys like Micah. Yeah, uh, you know, who was an excellent free flyer yeah. and a hardcore tunnel guy. Oh, yeah. And so well,
0: Micah was just a hardcore guy. I love watching him train, making oh, people yeah, do push ups when they screwed up. I'm like, damn, you yeah, make man. Darren look like a chick.
1: He just to to be to be able to um, know where you're at and have body awareness in every orientation, in any direction, no matter which way the relative wind is, is huge. Absolutely huge. So I'll tell you what, my hat's off to you because you got into um, a discipline that requires those skill sets without those skills and had to to push your way through with a fucked up foot.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I tell people if I had a wingsuit for a living, I'd starve to death. Uh,
1: But yeah, but I'll tell you what, man. And here's the funny thing is whenever you guys are getting ready to load onto a plane, there's no doubt in the world that you guys are there to have fun. Yeah. You're having a good t- come on, you guys call yourself trash. Yeah. For Christ's sakes. You clearly are out there to, to have fun. You're not taking yourselves too seriously, which for me is the pinnacle of a good skydiver. Is somebody that wants to have fun, wants to improve. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. Wants to be a badass, but doesn't take themselves so seriously that at the end of the day, if they had a shitty jump, it ruins their week. Yeah. And you guys don't do that, which is amazing. Yeah. You guys always have smiles on your faces, you're Always having a good time. I'm sitting up in the cockpit, grumpy, and you're handing me load sheets and smiling yeah, and yeah. rapping but on. But you the know window. that's the
0: great thing about. I mean, I. I wish everybody could have an opportunity to, to jump, and of course, not everybody has the opportunity to jump for for whatever reasons, sure. many reasons why. Um, but. It's just it, it's all that it is the grumpy pilot on that day <laughs> that you're like I, I would tell you it's like manifest sure okay I you know I don't know I I, I haven't jumped a lot of drop zones um, but the drop zone I'm normally drop uh, manifest is ran primarily well I mean, it's not primarily it's all done by females mm. and I'm telling you what those I mean think about that job
1: you know why it's women
0: because Be- they're the only ones would have tolerated
1: because men can't do that no, fucking job
0: no, exactly so 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 they get you know uh, you know foul weather comes in you know and and so now the the, the plane's got to land they got to get strapped down whatever and then of course skydivers are like oh what do you mean what, so where am I uh, and I, I, I tell these ladies I said you, you just need to shut the window man oh yeah and, you know and 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 tell them to go away <laughs> I've
1: done it so yeah,
0: but I, they don't and, no no they yeah. don't.
1: I actually sat once in a manifest office center drop zone that I was working at, and and every 30 seconds, somebody's sticking their head, not at the window, (laughs) but through the window and barking this and barking that, and I can hear the manifestors are talking as soon as the window's clear, so I know how upset they're getting, but they're being so professional and they're handling it, but I'm getting upset, and eventually I got up and I literally told someone, you need to get the fuck out of the window and close the window, and all the groups turned around and they're like that was really nice but don't you ever yeah
0: exactly (laughs) but you know that's that's the great part about it you know I think that's where I like to to do the people watching it's like you see because you know the regulars at the drop zone you know who who's the guy who or gal who likes to give a manifest a hard time and and then you're like oh there he goes I'll throw a name Bob oh there goes Bob watch this you know so it's all that it's the grumpy pilot it's the, the happy pilot it's the crazy pilot it's the it's the the, the nice uh, women at Manifest. It's the women who lose their mind at Manifest. It's <laughs> it's. I tell you, the drop zone cats. Yes, uh, Tory. Yes, Tor. That has got to be. Well, I can't jump without Tory. Right. <laughs> I don't know why Tory's doing. I don't know anybody who, why they're doing that job. But I know this: if they don't do that job, I can't. Sure, I can't do what I'm doing. Yeah, you know, well, that's the and, cool thing about it and too. And I don't know; people really look at it that way. You know, I, I think it some takes do. time to yeah. be able to see it. Yeah, and 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 uh, and I think that's you're right. I think that comes with experience and, and your age to where now I kind of sit back and I look and I go, you know, I didn't notice that the individual who sweeps the mat. Oh man! It, if it wasn't for that guy, there would be sand. Everywhere,
1: dude. It's 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 su- and that's the thing that a lot of people don't think is it's such a fucking team effort. Yeah, from A to Z. Z. That's right. It really, really is. Yeah. And it, it's it's a, a, a hard lesson to learn for a lot of people because at the end of the day, Scott Eving is filled with fucking alphas. Oh, yeah. All oh, yeah, alphas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of us knows the best way to do whatever needs to be done, and fuck you for thinking it should be a different way. And yeah, and it, it takes a very special kind of alpha to not only still be that way, but to be able to go, all right, but I'm not an alpha in that job, or I'm not an alpha in that job. And all those jobs, the manifest, the pilots, the packers, the instructors... All the fun jumpers, it's a job. Being a fun jumper is a job. You have to manifest the correct way. You got to be where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. You got to get the fuck out of the plane when yeah, you're supposed to be Yeah, and a lot of there.
0: them don't do a good job at that.
1: Yeah, you know, but it, that's why I say it's a job yeah. that has to be done well. Yeah. And so you, you get to a, a drop zone that, especially when you've had a team that's worked together for a, a number of years, yeah. fun jumpers and staff yeah. alike, and you see this well oiled machine. Yeah. And it's an amazing thing to see yeah. because what we do is so frenetic and so fucking hectic and so borderline spastic out of control that if you grabbed a person off the street and sat them in a corner at the drop zone and said, this is organized – They'd shit themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't
1: look like it. No, it yeah. looks like it's, mayhem. It's, it's,
0: well, and I think it's controlled chaos.
1: It is controlled chaos yeah. in such a spectacular way. Yeah. But, again, this draws back all the way to what we talked about at the very beginning is that the jumps are just the icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, the absolutely. The cake is all those people <laughs> and all that shit going on. Yeah,
0: yeah. On. That, that's – yeah, that's – I, I'll tell you, that's what keeps me coming back, man. It's
1: it's well, and it's interactions like this, and, and the stories, and finding out people's backgrounds and and their mentalities and where they come yeah. from, that makes it so fucking cool. Yeah. Because when at the end of the day, when I can't fly a plane anymore, when I'm too old to jump, man, have I got stories? And I've got people from literally all around the world to right. share those stories with, and that yeah. are going to give me different versions of the same yeah. shit. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, it's it's it's. Uh, I think that's why I don't miss. The military because it's it's so much like being in the it's military. That band of brothers, yeah. It, yeah,
1: band of brothers and sisters. Yeah, it really is, and that's also one of the reasons why you find out someone's a skydiver randomly. Yeah, and it's happened to me maybe a half a dozen times in my life that I'm in a conversation with someone that I very quickly find out is a jumper. Instantly, there's a bond and an understanding that you just are like, holy shit. Like, I, I found out uh, years back uh, via Facebook, of all things, that a guy with my same family name. That lives in Italy is a fucking skydiver.
0: Oh, that's pretty and, cool. And, you know, yeah.
1: and know nothing about this guy, yeah. but we instantly have two bonds. We share the same last name yeah. randomly, and we're both skydivers. And it was this just super cool thing to be yeah. able to go, all right, wow, I already know so much about this guy that I've never met just because he jumps out of airplanes. Yeah. Which is so cool.
0: Yeah. I, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I tell a lot of people I came back to work in the Middle East— because of skydiving, yeah, you know, um, I, I I think if uh, if I couldn't skydive, I'd probably I'd probably go home. Sure, I mean, I just I mean, and, and, uh, but uh, it's a big part of my life now. And, sure, and, and uh, I lo- I love the team. It's it's a lot of work, um, but anything that you're passionate about or anything that you want to be. Uh, successful it's it's going to be a lot of work sure. and it's funny i i i, I kind of bust darren's balls but you know there's a lot of things i do with the team where you know as as uh, the leader of the team or the team captain or whatever the guys want to call me at the time other than asshole <laughs> um um I, I do say hey you know yeah we're here to have fun, but at the same time, we want to improve. you say you want to improve, yeah, so that's going to require us to do certain things sure. you know and I would tell you the the drop zones that we jumped at the the amount of skill set there I mean we're so fortunate where we're jumping at that you know at our fingertips, we have some of the best people in the world for sure. every discipline you know sure. um.
1: Well, and, you know, it's it's uh, some of the best lessons that I've learned have been from their those very antagonistic relationships uh, that I fought tooth and nail. Uh, but at the end of the day, you have to concede. up oh, fuck. He actually he or she really knows what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: I mean, Darren is a prime example of that. I mean, I'm telling you, I I, I uh, every jump, I'm just like ah. If I did that, like Darren said, sure. Is it, because we uh, Sky Trash, we're we're a flocking team, so we do mostly just big ways, and 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 we try to bur- uh, You know, the pandemic's kind of screwed it up this year, but you know we're we're doing a lot more vertical ver- work instead of same level work. And then there's this one of the great things. Well, I won't say one of the great things, but one of the things because of the pandemic, it's given us to where. We only have one team day, and then the other day is do whatever you want. If you don't want to jump, um, a lot of members on the team have girlfriends or wives or family. And sure. I tell everybody, so, look, the first thing is a job. Sure. You know, it used to be family, but now you really need a job to have a good family. Damn right. Yeah, so so job, family, then skydiving. Sure. Now, there ain't nothing between fi- family and skydiving in my <laughs> right. book. So right. I'm like, those are the three. Right. You get a buy on the first two. Yep. But that's it so you know you want to go drink late at night and not show up for the team that i got a problem with that but uh yeah um and i'll tell you a story when we sit on the shitter on the next one but uh (laughs) about when we jumped over to pyramids in egypt and some of the guys wanted to drink uh a little bit uh chris uh kareem and uh yvonne we had to. we agreed on it here's the deal i'm kind of old school i'm a military <laughs> retiree right. Right. um so and i'm very timely you know that i'm, I'm sure I, I pride myself and it's stupid someone's gonna be like why were you out to drop zone two hours before it opened up well a couple reasons one i wake up very early sure um and two so i have nothing to do and two i want i, I you know it's there's a good thing about talking shit you can talk a lot of shit, but you got to back it. Damn yeah, right. So I bust a lot of balls about being late, and and but because I do that, you're not forced, late. I'm not late. Well, yeah.
1: Well, that that's the military mentality, yeah. man. Thirty minutes early is
0: late. Exactly. So, um, anyway, I, I'm scatterbrained right now because I can't remember what was the original. <laughs> fucking, you know, I'm I'm fixing to turn fifty
1: yeah uh, starting uh, the show uh, huh shush
0: man i'm already there yeah yeah. okay so it could be the patron but anyway could be could be <laughs> um
1: yeah you were jumping with kareem and and the boys
0: over the yeah pyramids, yeah but... so anyway so uh um so th- there's there's certain things I, i'm a stickler on and and uh but uh they we had agreed that we would have a two beer limit because <laughs> egypt I think we were scheduled to do four jumps. Mm. We only got three and we're pulling up Now this is, you know, we weren't flying as tight as we fly now. Sure. Um, but, uh, so we're paying all this money to go to Egypt to fly over one of the seven wonders of the world there. Oh yeah. And, and, and I'm very focused. Like we have a trip planned for uh, next year. Um, that's going to be a pretty spectacular thing for, for the group. And, I'm not there to fun jump. Sure. No, you, I, got a, you got a plan. Right. We got a plan, and then we're going to do. So we said, okay, what's the, what's the beer? And everyone's like, okay, two beers. You can have two beers. Right. Now, if we agreed on five beers, because very <laughs> rarely do I, as a team captain, go, yeah, I know you all voted that way, but guess what? I'm overruling you. I'm sure. using the captain thing, and I try not to do that. Right. And the only time I really do that is – like training plan sure you know i'm like okay yeah i know you want to do that but we're not ready to do that so right but so it was like a two beer limit um and um some things happened in egypt and we were jumping uh military aircraft so the military aircraft had to be grounded or they had to be used for something else and we couldn't jump that day so they were like well we're not jumping so the two beer limit <laughs> doesn't apply Right. And 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 of course, you know, I'm kind of like the old grumpy granddad. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go out for lunch. I only eat once a day anyway. So go have fun. Well, right. you know, it's like six hours later and I'm like, man, well, that's a long ass lunch. Right. You know, and, you know, and it's it's like 10 in the morning. <laughs> no, I mean, there's six beers into it. Of course. And of course, you know, I'm like, look, dude, it takes each one of us to do a job. My job isn't easy. And yeah. I'm not talking about being a team leader. My position's not easy. Right. But guess what? I know your job's not easy. Your sure. position's not easy. And you're the only one to can fly that position right, right now. So guess what? If you're, you know, three sheets to the wind there, <laughs> you right? just blew all the money that I paid sure. to do this right.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal. This is not yeah. just a weekend at the Home Drop Zone fucking around and fun jumping. This right. is a big event. So, yeah. sure, I, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So,
0: but it, and I would tell you, the great thing about it is most of the members, um, there's some members that uh, d- decided to, you know what, I I love it. I think you got a great thing, but I'm going to move on. Right. And I can respect that. But – the, the the team that you see now, they, they tolerate me. They know that, hey, he's an old grumpy guy. Right. But you know what? He does come up with this. He does do this. He does do this. So, yeah, let's placate him and, and keep him happy.
1: Isn't that funny, man? Because I'm kind of in the same position in my life. I think I've gotten to the point where people are like, all right, he he clearly knows what he's doing by now. Yeah. He, he clearly has our best interest at heart. Yeah. But he can be a real dick sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But— because he's good at his job and we know he's a sweetheart some of the time, we're going to tolerate his shit. Yeah, we're yeah, going yeah, to tolerate, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: tolerate his shit. Yeah, and they do a good job tolerating my shit. Yeah,
1: yep. and, and people do as well as me. And it's I think knowing that people are tolerating also makes me strive to – Ah, uh, give them less of a reason to have to tolerate and more of a reason to just enjoy. Right? Yeah. Which exactly. Which isn't it? It's a it's
0: a, it's a good thing. Yeah, it really a, is. A, and it's a it's a fine balance. It, it is. It, you well, got to have. You know, I you look at guys like Noah, and Omar, and 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 Micah, and Graham, and and uh, Nick, and Matt. Yes. Uh, two amazing wingsuit uh, uh, pilots on the cutting edge. Uh, they didn't just happen to be these great no wingsuiters i mean they, 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 they put it in they put it in and they they, they had the discipline oh, yeah, to man. do it and and in fact uh, i'm
1: gonna make you go back and listen i've done two podcasts with nick and matt oh did you and, oh yeah man and you'll listen to their talk about how they prep and how they plan and it's uh, one of my favorite stories is when um they were getting ready to do a pretty intense exit on a, a really hardcore jump and i guess the entire evening before Matt spent doing his exit off the side of his pool into the swimming pool, trying to get that exit down. That's what it takes, right.
0: But that's what it takes to be that level. Yeah. And, and I would tell you, uh, it's kind of like, I I don't know if it's genetics or if it's mental, how their brain works, but not everybody can do that. Like, you know, uh, Five, well, I, when I've been wingsuiting uh, five years now, I just literally learned how to exit right. Sure, well, and, this... and it's because I didn't jump out by the pool six hundred times. Sure, because to me, my passion is not that much. Sure, and that's why you need guys like Nick, Matt, and like Darren and like uh, Micah and, they're and leading Graham the way. and all that. Yeah, and and those are the guys you know. Hey, he's teaching me how to exit because that's the guy who did 600 jumps by the pool. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean come on, at the end of the day, we've we've gotten into this and we do this kind of thing because above all else we love what we do. Yeah. So it's it's honestly the journey is the whole deal, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The badass jumps are fantastic, but it's the community and the journey. And yeah, takes and, you down, and
0: that's I, I think that's the big part. It's the family yeah, aspect right. of it. Yeah. yeah,
1: So now that being said, how do people track down how to uh, to get to Skytrash? I know I had you pull it up. Yeah. So yeah, got...
0: so, yeah uh, um, I don't. I'm not very what s- social savvy, but it's uh, it's uh, wingsuit uh, underscore. No, it's yeah wings sky trash underscore wingsuit underscore team on awesome. instagram and i think there's a youtube channel out there I, I don't know what it is offhand the team will give me crap about it but uh
1: well, I can put that up in the description as well because I know you guys have uh, you've done stuff like go to the pyramids and you've got stuff planned coming up. So I know people are going to be interested. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people listening to the podcast, lower time skydivers that are daydreaming about being able to do the kind of things that you're doing. Yeah, that... and
0: I'm going to tell you, if, if I can do it, anybody can do sure, it. Sure. Well, yeah. and that's
1: that's kind of the cool thing. And yeah. one of the biggest reasons I wanted to be able to talk to you is is there's a big uh, group of people from beginners to the badass. And those that are in the beginning see these badasses and think, that's undoable. I can't do what these guys are doing. I can't jump off the Burj Khalifa and fly around it three yeah. times. I can't fly through these mountains in China and do all this insane stuff. But then they see a mid-level team that's learning and getting better and better and better. Yeah, and, and better. I tell you,
0: yeah, we got, we got big plans in the future. If, if, if everything pans out to where we're going to be doing things that, that are – or amazing as a team, as, mm. as a as a, uh, uh, a formation wingsuit team. And here's what I would tell that all those people says, you know, hey, I'll never – look, I, I'm sure Noah never thought he was going to be <laughs> right? who he is as a wingsuiter. Sure. Uh, Nick and Matt. Um, and I would tell you that uh, one day we'll all be gone. Yeah. And there's going to be a new Nick, a new Matt, a of new course. Noah. And it's going to be somebody – and that's why I tell – Anybody, and we really wanted to try this year is uh, is not just do team team team, but hey, get somebody who's just starting a wingsuit sure. and go, hey, come jump with us.
1: Well, fuck, man. Maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll uh, finally, <laughs> finally, put a pair of wings on.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, long as it doesn't ground the plane, you're welcome to come. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, there's other. Uh, without you, I'm not jumping there's out other of the plane. Violence. So there's yeah. But well, uh,
1: well, Michael, man, I cannot tell you how much I'm glad you came to sit down, shoot the shit with me, give yeah, me the background, to tell the story. I fucking love hearing these stories. It's gonna make watching you guys climbing on the plane that much more entertaining. Yeah. It really is. And thank you for not talking politics with no, me. No, oh, no, no, absolutely. You I'm, did uh, damn good. yeah, yeah I, exactly. I honestly now believe... We could have an adult conversation for more than 10 minutes about politics without killing us. Yeah,
0: my wife would be like, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't think
1: we should. <laughs> I just think we could. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And oh, we will. One day we will. Someday, but uh, Dean,
0: thanks for having me. And uh, I look forward to, you promised me a sh- shitter session. So uh, I will. I forward will. To it. We
1: will. We will sit in the toilet and shoot some serious yeah. shit.
0: And if I didn't mention anybody who's affected my, uh, my life in skydiving, please know that uh, I'm em. very appreciative. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no.
1: Guy, thank you so much, man. This thank you, Dean. Awesome. Take All care. Right. Take Scott. care,
0: brother. Yep, yeah, Blue Sky. Well, there
1: you have it. Another episode of the Lunatic Fringe Podcast brought to you as always by, well, wait, not as always, actually. Brought to you now by Gyro. Formerly known as Enziero Sports, you'll head to gyro.com for their next-level line of canopies. By Pussfoot, the Extreme Sports Collective, Head over to PussFoot.com to check it out. By Summit Parachute Systems, check out SummitParachuteSystems.com to talk to Jarrett Martin and the gang about kick-ass pilot rigs, rigging courses, and more. By FlyAway Indoor Skydiving, go to FlyAwayTN.com and check out all the cutting-edge stuff to come. Buy Pure Spectrum CBD. Head to PureSpectrumCBD.com to check out their wide range of CBD products. And as for us, head to TheLunaticFringePodcast.com to listen to any of the hundreds of episodes currently available, hit the link for our YouTube channel, pick up your copy of The Lunatic Fringe book or The Accidental Stripper, and get a sneak peek at upcoming guests. Once again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.